thinking of that, when I was a kid, NASA was for America, right? We were there to beat the Soviet Union to get to the moon. But then we started cooperating. There was Apollo-Soyuz. We cooperated with the Soviet Union and Russia, and now uh, Japan, Italy, France, all these other countries. It's international cooperation. Uh, looking at this picture, actually, it makes me wonder that at some point, it's going to be interplanetary. Um, and the Martians and, and the Terrans, the Earthicans, um, will have to cooperate to, to continue this exploration. And I wonder what NASA will be like at that point in the future. Yeah, I think it's even the new NASA now, it's a, I truly believe you know, people will be interplanetary, be on Earth, will be on Mars. And you made the point. We'd like to lead. We have a plan, our journey to Mars, the strategy. We'd like the U.S. to lead. But this is global. This is a global endeavor. So we're looking for partners. We have uh, all total in NASA. We already have 700 partners with 120 different nations, public-private, a you know, new way to do business, public-private. But we look at our journey to Mars as absolutely um, necessarily and philosophically to be global exploration for humanity. And um, so we've kind of laid out our roadmap. You can download our plan saying this is everything we're doing. Space Launch System, Orion, here's all of our, here's all of our bets. And come on world, what do you want to do? Every mission you take a look at, you can just assume it's very international. It's, it's already global. Space science is already global. Um, think that that's the right, the right thing to do is make our, our journey to Mars global as, as well. And 120 nations. 100, yeah, so it's, so it's easier to say who aren't we working with. I was going to say, I, don't, I didn't even know there were 120 <laughs> nations go. on this planet. Um, so there's got to be, that's got to be most everybody at this most point. Most everyone. And um, that's, that's just how we want it to be. It doesn't cost anything. Sign up agreement, you know, with NASA for our GLOBE program. So it's a good point. kind of goes full circle because that's where we share our Earth science data. And we give it to teachers, kids, whatever. A nation just says, we, we'd like to work with you, NASA. So that's for our GLOBE program that will just sign up everyone and what it is is in kids and of course in their own nation and teachers and parents and scientists, you name it, so that we just open that all up to say, yep, we'd like to work with you and that specifically comes out of our earth science um, division. And speaking of that, I know you're a big proponent of uh, education, public yes. outreach and STEAMED. Yes. You want to talk about that for a moment? I'd love to. I'd love to. So uh, being a former academic for the last 25 years on the faculty of MIT, that's it. I think it's all education with this White House, with there's the Hill, where there's here. And uh, I just love uh, to talk about what we do at NASA. This, I was, NASA was always my agency, even though I was a professor of aerospace. But I call it STEAMED, and uh, see if I get the heads nodding or not. I've always called it STEAM. I always bring in the arts, because all I know, it's the artists, they're the storytellers. They're painting my pictures when I'm trying to communicate our journey to Mars. I need them on board first. I need them to tell the story. I want them to paint the picture in, you know, in all of our minds about what this endeavor is going to be like. They're so important, so I've always called it STEAM. I put a D on the end now. I'm a little steamed. Uh, we're not making the progress we need to make. It's of critical importance. It's really critically important. So I'm steamed, and D is for design. So it's science, technology, engineering, arts, math. And design. And design now. That's pretty good. I need to open it up, because not everyone... They might not see themselves as a nerdy scientist like you. They might not see themselves as a nerdy aerospace engineer like me, right? We celebrate nerd power, but you know, the point is that we want everyone to see themselves. So there's a role for, there's a role for everyone to play. Um, what else is coming up? What do you got for us here? Tests will be, you know, coming up soon so that we have, you know, a lot of telescopes looking for exoplanets, which again, in all of our exploring, it's really the enduring questions. Are we alone in the universe? Habitable planets out there. 
has there been, or is there, but has there been past life? You know, that's why Mars, you know, we're looking at, there's evidence, maybe a past life, 3.5 billion years ago, Earth, Mars, sister planets, 4.5 billion years, maybe Mars was wet. I think you probably um, noticed a few months ago we found water, seasonal, salty, briny, running water on Mars. And then after that, we've, now we know why Mars lost its atmosphere. You know, why is Mars so different than Earth, I think, is one of the most important questions we can ask because we want to make sure our planet doesn't turn into Mars. That's exactly And uh, if, if and when we find that out, it'll be because of NASA and uh, all cooperating with all the other space agencies around our, around our planet. And we're just lucky we have that electromagnetic shield. Helps us out. <laughs> yeah, our magnetic field is <laughs> what bad. protects yeah, us from too the bad. solar wind. Too bad Mars doesn't have that. That's it. So. I guess, I hadn't thought about this, and I'm, I'm being honest, this just occurred to me just now, but I think that NASA is the Earth's way of making sure that Earth sticks around for a while.